listen to your board of directors. Listen to the people that are helping drive decisions. If they're asking a question, think three questions past that. Yeah. Go take 90 days to figure it out and understand that second and third question and give it to them on the next time. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, so this is our hashtag one team episode. Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss what they're learning at the moment and how it applies to you. Here we go. Sangram here, welcome to another episode of Flip My Foot Podcast. I have a returning guest, Brad Smith, back up here, and we were talking about board preparation. And it is something that is not talked about a lot, like what it takes to put a board revenue numbers together. So today we really want to expose some of the ways we do our things over here at Terminus and and, and how do we prepare to produce numbers for the board, how many people are involved in it, what are the expectations around everything. And really the role of a revenue operations leader like Brad in this process who who's probably getting hit from every single function, like, hey, we need this, we need that. How does he manage his process so everything is reported well beforehand to the board so they can make decisions and help make decisions? So Brad, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> All right, man. Now, it's, this has been very interesting for me because you are working with every single function in the business today. And... Uh, you have a tremendous amount of pressure, if I may, yep. on getting the numbers right because whatever you put goes all the way to the board absolutely. and decisions are made based on that. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it starts at the ground level and, and we talked about this uh, during the last podcast I was yeah. on of the, the functionality of revenue operations and what that actually means for a company. You know, the summary there, I would encourage everyone to go back and listen to it. But, you know, summary there is that you are the, the holder of all the data for the entire company, all the way from the minute, talk about the customer journey more than anything else, but from the minute that customer gets on our radar, you know, at whatever part of the funnel they're in, all the way through to becoming a customer, renewing as a customer. And you think about the immense amount of data that's between that entire customer lifecycle and how do we get it all, paint the right picture for our board, who obviously has a, a big buy-in to our company, but also want to make sure that we're succeeding the right way. So we have a, you know, as revenue operations have an inherent duty to make sure that, that that the data is clean, that it's telling the right story from, from end to end. So. For us, we, we try, would absolutely encourage this for everyone, be as proactive as possible. I mean, most people know when their board meetings are in advance. Yeah. You know, for us, it's typically a month after the quarter closes. So we have, you have one every quarter. So uh, working with Ben, our VP yeah. of Finance, him and I are usually the people that are the starting point for all of us to at least set the framework for what the board deck looks like. You know, the content that we had that we used in the previous one, which points of data and reference we want to use on the new one. And then what's the new stuff we want to tell? Yeah. So we always try to get ahead of it as quickly as possible. No one wants to be in that 11th hour of putting their slides in place. So we very much take a proactive approach of getting that, that framework built. So right. to start with, we, we do, again, say what we want to show them in relation to the previous data points. But we always try to bring something new. You, know, you have to remember a lot of the folks on, on boards are part of other boards. Yes. They probably get to have these same conversations, the same data points. What's our recurring revenue? How much have we increased or decreased? Or, you know, a lot of the metrics are all the same. So you want to provide something insightful to them 
that hopefully that they haven't heard yet, or yeah. at least from another one of their companies, but something that they can really say, wow, that's interesting. I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah. So, and that's honestly the tougher data to come up with. So we're always talking with our business unit leaders to figure out, is there a new story? You know, we just wrapped up Q3, we're into Q4 right now. In 30 seconds, tell me what the story was from Q3 that you want to be able to project to the board. Then it's our responsibility to go back and find the data for it. Typically, we, we already have our ear to the ground on all of our data. You know, we fill in our, our dashboards on a weekly basis. And right. so we know where to look for all that data. But anytime you're telling a new story, you want to set the proper ex- expectation that it's going to take time to build that. Yeah. So, you know, working on time frame perspectives, because, again, you have about a month to get this right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for us, we try usually about a week after the, the quarter ends. Uh, let the dust settle a little bit, kind of reconcile everything, get that framework built and get the, and get the document created. Start sharing it with the business leaders that you know are going to have content. But we, we typically try to stop content insertion or content creation <laughs> probably about a week, week and a half before the board meeting. And it's more so we get all of our thoughts in that place and then we really start to make sure that it's going to paint the right picture. You know, a lot of the times we'll have you know, someone from marketing put their piece in, someone from sales put theirs in, success or professional services. But we want to make sure that we can zoom out read that entire story end to end and make sure that it all aligns with each other. Right. So we typically try to to stop content input roughly about a week, week and a half before. And then from there, it's just a lot of, as weird as it sounds, but also very important, formatting. Yeah. Um, I, I was saying this earlier, you can present to the board some new, amazing uh, metric that we probably haven't shed light on in that manner before. And while the data is there and while the story is there and it's perfect and you can talk about it, People uh, look at typos and yeah. grammatical errors, and sometimes that can totally take away from the entire totally. thing. I think we've all been in presentations before where we find one of our own. Like you, know, you have your slide deck and you're flipping through, and you say, "Oh, but ignore that last bullet point. We meant to take that one off." You, yeah. you don't want to run into that, and right. so we always try to put as many eyes on it as possible and make sure that we get it right. Because at the end of the day, you're sharing this with people that have big that help make big decisions for your company. You want this to be as close to perfect as possible. Yeah. So in, this is a great summary of what goes on in your life on a regular basis. I think what I would love to also dig in is you are, as you're pulling off this information, in many ways, some of, do you feel like some of the decisions are already made and you're just kind of creating data to support that? Or do you feel like your data a lot of times shapes a completely new decision-making process? Uh, I, I could say it could be on both sides of that. You know, a lot of the times, because we see the data every day, yeah. we see and we don't usually get caught off guard by something. Right. But there are times that, you know, we get to take a step back, zoom yeah. out, maybe put a different lens on and look at it, that we do find something new and enlightening that does actually end up helping make, you know, drive a total business decision. Yeah. Had we not looked at it in that light or put it in that framework, we probably wouldn't have understood it yeah. uh, in that context. So, yeah, there's, there's absolutely times that we find new and enlightening information that we obviously share, that we yeah. want to package up the right way. So, Do you feel in, in terms of just board consuming, because I think our board, we are super lucky to have a board that is like super, super vested in us. I know and Spet, our, my co-founder, he, he does a great job of prepping the board of like, hey, you know, from expectations perspective, as you said, proactively like, hey, look, here are some of the things that you're going to find and we will send the data almost a week in advance. So we don't want the board meeting to be around, oh, let me just flip through every single 
spreadsheet and then stuff. It's a summary format. Everybody already knows all that. So really, when we when I think about being being part of the board team, is I want all of these incredible people to give me feedback on what we can do as a company and change. And they should already have all the inputs they need. Absolutely. So I feel like that's really what the power of board is. But that is not possible unless somebody like you is providing all the data in ahead of time in a format that everybody can consume with summary that everybody understands what directionally is and ask questions. How much work goes into something like this? Man, a ton. Uh, I certainly don't want to shortchange any of it. Yeah. Um, you're still you're one army of one right now. You double army of one for now. Uh, <laughs> and bringing on someone in the next couple of weeks. So. That's right. So 100% growth. Yep, 100% <laughs> growth for the RevOps team this year. Yeah. It's great. No, I mean, a, a lot of time goes into it. And yeah. at the end of the day, I think what a lot of people, we always have to remind people too, is that we're trying to get this done and we're trying to get it done, but we solve our normal day yeah. job to do. So this is a, usually a once a quarter activity. But with that in mind, there are times throughout the quarter, and Ben and I do this a lot, we, we look at each other as we're you know doing some, uh, some analytics and say, that's telling a good story. <laughs> Dog ear that, because we yeah. want to put that into the, into the board deck. So we're, yeah. we're constantly finding some of this stuff throughout the quarter so that we're not in the pitch at the end of two weeks yeah. before the board meeting. Let's just pack it all into a presentation. I will say, back to your further point or your previous point about providing that data to them in advance. We do that. Yeah. And it has actually helped our board meeting, like the, the progression of our board meeting and yeah. the cadence of it. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you, your board meeting is going to be anywhere from, what, two to four hours? Yeah. And there is a lot to talk about in two right. to four hours. You're talking about 90 days worth of you know, yeah. growth and, and activity throughout a whole company. You can't justify going 90 days into four hours. Yeah. So what we do is we do provide the board deck or the presentation to our board of directors, usually two to three days before that. Yeah. Let them read through it, digest it. And it does help, you know, when you have a little bit more time to analyze and look back at things, you kind of flip through on your own. Yeah. It helps them understand like, okay, we're going to be talking about this in a few days. Yeah. I want to make sure I've got my questions ready that I can say, hey, it looks like this metric went up by 50% or this one moved in this direction. It gives them a little bit more insight to ask better questions. Yeah. Than to be sitting in a a four-hour meeting and seeing stuff for the first time, like, hmm, I I think I understand that, but I don't want to stop the flow of it. It does, it it provokes a better conversation once the whole meeting starts. All right, so as we get towards the end of our Pranic Computer 10, 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. what are your greatest feedback? A lot of the people listening to the podcast are in marketing or sales. Mm -hmm. What kind of things can marketers do better to help from a board preparation perspective and then what kind of things metrics or, or thing anything that salespeople can do to make the board preparation better mm-hmm. think as far ahead as possible and that sounds a little cliche right yeah. but let's say you know we're at the very beginning of q4 right now yeah no doubt in my mind we're going to have a q4 board meeting <laughs> sometime <laughs> in january yeah what do we want to measure right now because i think what happens a lot is you get halfway through a quarter and you're like, ooh, I want to measure that, but I don't have enough data, enough content to truly yeah. paint the right picture. So it's worth every minute at the beginning of every quarter to think about one or two or three new extra points that you want to paint a picture of for that yeah. quarter and be diligent about it. Say, so here's yeah. the five you know, key metrics on this. Here's how we're going to track it in Salesforce. Here's how yeah. we're going to track it across whatever system we're doing it in because it's going to help you the minute that quarter closes, pull that yeah. data and track it along the way. Yeah. Don't, don't, if I can give any bit of, bit of advice from a metrics and data standpoint, don't start tracking data 
at the end of the cohort that you're trying to analyze. Wow. Track it from day good. one. Yeah, track it from day one. Get the framework built right. You know, and, and I say that like it's just this big monumental thing. It's two or three fields yeah. in Salesforce. Build your report on day one and let that data start trickling through. You'll we'll quickly realize in the first probably week or two if you have the format of that right or if yeah. you need to pivot and make some adjustments. But at least you're catching that at the very beginning of the quarter. Yeah. Also take very diligent notes during the board meeting. Yeah. Also, again, sounds cliche, but listen to your board of directors. Listen to the people that are helping drive decisions. If they're asking a question, think three questions past that. Yeah. Go take 90 days to figure it out and understand that second and third question and give it to them on the next time. Yeah. Don't just take the, the skin surface question. Dig in. There's a reason they're asking. Yeah. So. Love that, man. Brad, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I love this topic of how do you make board more efficient. I just interviewed Tim Kopp of like, how do you how do you rock the board when it comes to marketing? Because I think that's uh, that's something really interesting. So hopefully people listen to that as well. But this has been great, man. You've been phenomenal. Absolutely. Thanks, man. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.